0: guys, welcome back to The Essential Astrocast. I am so glad you're here. I'm Veronica Peretti, if you're new to me, Um, and I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher and coach, and I do lots of things, including watching Too Much Bravo, which is my main hobby. Um, So I am excited to share with you so much of what's going on in the heavens this week, we are coming off a very wild weekend so I wonder if you guys felt it if you're here live just tell me in the comments Um, so Here's the deal. This weekend we had Mars opposing Uranus and that is some intense energy because Uranus is surprises, unexpected occurrences. Uranus also just likes to shake things up and Mars likes to kind of shake things up too. Mars likes to go forward with passion and motivation and drive. It is the planet of war, the planet of sex, the planet of masculine energy. So Mars opposing Uranus, it's kind of like a recipe for a disaster in some ways. It also can be a recipe for um, really unexpected occurrences that help you move forward in some way, shape, or form. Some people say you might be a little accident prone during a Mars-Uranus transit as well. So um, if you had any like you know, turn your ankle and, and fell. It might be that Mars Uranus was playing out in your sixth house, um, which is the house of physical health. So depending on where it was in your chart, um, you'll see how it was potentially impacting you. But it does bring some um, shakeups to your life, whatever that may have been. Uh, one of my clients, uh, she wrote me an Instagram DM and she said, what's going on this weekend? Because I had a really unexpected conversation that totally blindsided me. I couldn't believe that the person brought up the thing that they brought up. And it wasn't bad, it was just really unexpected and I was caught off guard. So that is how Mars Uranus can impact you and as well as a married other ways. So anyway, that was one hot thing happening on Sunday. Um, and we're still feeling that because that's a big, big, big transit. And then in addition, we had Jupiter and Venus getting together, and that was the second time this year that they met in Sagittarius. And that's not something that we have very often. We talked about it last week. It was a great opportunity to count your blessings and you know, practice gratitude. And I share this a lot that... Many moons ago, I'm a big Oprah fan, and many moons ago, Oprah said on her show basically how the one thing that shifts her energy faster than anything else is in, is counting her blessings, or rather, doing a gratitude practice, writing down three things that you're grateful for. And Venus meeting up with Jupiter is an amazing opportunity to count your blessings and write down those three things, or ten things, or however many things that you can think of that you're grateful for. And some people do this every day, whether or not you do great if you do. And if you don't, you know, Venus connecting with Jupiter was a great opportunity to do it. We still have that energy in the air. So if you haven't done that yet, you know, take out your notebook tonight, write down three things that you're grateful for. It will shift your energy like that. It just always happens. It's so true. And if Oprah says it's true, you know, it's true. Um, so um, I'm a big Oprah fan. She's an Aquarius, by the way, which is, you know, she's innovative. She puts herself out into the world and creates new new ways of thinking. That's a very Aquarian thing to do. So Oprah is my favorite, one of my favorite Aquariuses. Um, so um, we also, with that Venus-Jupiter thing, we've got that in, hanging in the air. So Use that to your advantage, you know, have, uh, do, do a few things that you have to wrap up before the holiday comes. Um, take a few moments to reflect on the year that you've had before you go and sit with your family. You know, especially if you are a person that dreads going home to your family, great idea to sit down tonight, tomorrow night, the night after that, anytime before Thursday, And count your blessings, write down the things you're grateful for. Um, Luckily, we have Venus going into Capricorn. Okay, and I say that because Venus going into Capricorn, um, that's going to happen tonight. So I'm recording this on Monday night. Venus is going into Capricorn at 729 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So all my times are Eastern Standard Time. For those of you that are new, I'm in New York City, so that's the time I use. Do your math to figure out when that's happening for you if you live elsewhere in the world. So Venus going into Capricorn is actually kind of a blessing this week, and here's why. Venus in Capricorn um, follows the four R's. I came up with four R's for Venus in Capricorn. She is responsible with money. She is reliable in relationships. She is reserved and restrained. Venus in Capricorn is who you want to be when you show up to dinner with your family on Thanksgiving. She is reserved, restrained, responsible, reliable. I'd add regal to that. I'd add um just she's she's not going to necess- she's not going to pick the fight. She's not going to um you know poke the bear. So it's a good week to have Venus in Capricorn and it is a good week to have Venus in Capricorn not only cuz you're spending time with your family but because Black Friday deals are going to come. So Venus in Capricorn is going to help you be discerning in where you spend your money because Venus in Capricorn really, really likes to have um, positive numbers in that that checking account. She is responsible with personal finances. So if you know anyone with Venus in Capricorn, as I do, I know people, I don't have it they are incredibly responsible. They love personal finance. They love to like monitor their their bank account. They do their taxes early. They're those people. So we all get a little bit of that vibration when we have Venus and Capricorn, and it is a good thing for this time of year. It is a good thing, especially since we're in Sagittarius season. Okay, so sun is in Sag. So exciting. We had the sun going to Sag last week. Sun is in the early stages of Sagittarius, early degrees. You know, Sun of Sagittarius is such a fun time of year. It is the holiday time. We are all feeling jolly. We're all feeling like we can have the extra piece of cake, we can um, stay out a little later, have another glass of wine. This is all very Sagittarian. So Sagittarians generally like to trade in excess. They like things to be a little indulgent. They like things to be fun. They like fun for the sake of fun. It doesn't have to mean anything. They love to travel and see the world for the sake of the journey. Sagittarians are very much about the journey. They're very much about the philosophy of things. They're very much interested in What is the meaning of life? You know, so Sagittarius rules a lot of things that you may not necessarily think of as Sag. Because we think of Sag as being like fun and easygoing and they like to have an extra drink and they like to be the life of the party in some way, right? Right. So all the fire signs really like to be the life of the party. So with Sagittarius, though, it's also the philosopher. It's the teacher. It's the idea of the guru. It is the idea of, um, of like, the existential experience of the world. It's the idea of religion and law. Um, so Sagittarius... While it is serious, it's not serious about being serious, if that makes sense. Um, Capricorn, much more serious about being serious. So we have a lot of Capricorn energy, and we're going to get even more this week and next week because this week we've got Venus going into Cap, and next week we've got Jupiter going into Capricorn. And I'm letting you know that, even though that's part of next week, because I want you to really enjoy this last week of Jupiter and Sagittarius. So all year we kind of felt like, oh, Jupiter is in Sagittarius, it's going to be a party, right? Cuz it's Jupiter belongs in Sagittarius. It's it's um it's its home sign. And Jupiter expands anything it touches. Um Sagittarius likes to be expansive, inclusive, indulgent. So this felt like, oh wow, this is going to be a really good time. We're going to have a party. Now This year's had a lot of tough astrology, a lot of interesting aspects, a lot of heavy stuff. We've had Saturn and Pluto camped out with the nodes in Capricorn all year. We've had a lot of Scorpio. We've had a lot of intensity. And so with a lot of intensity, um, the Jupiter and Sag was kind of like the respite. The Jupiter and Sag was kind of like, oh, that's the place where I can breathe and have a little fun. So I don't necessarily think that this year crocked up, didn't chalk up rather, to be a party, but I do think that this year, the Jupiter and Sag lightened things up that could have been a lot heavier. Jupiter and Sagittarius also brings a dose of luck to everything. So I think that in a lot of ways, some of the challenging things that we went through this year, whether you went through a breakup or losing a job or um, having to move or whatever it is. You know, I know so many people went through big, big life altering things this year. Um, although people are always going through those things, there seems to be a lot of it this year. Um, you know, I think that Jupiter and Sag helped us be lucky in those situations. A lot of those situations, and I'm not saying all of them, and I'm not saying all bad things are lucky, but some of those tough situations opened the door for something so much better that you wouldn't have been pushed to embrace if those challenging periods of time didn't occur. So, Jupiter and Sag, I think, was undercover, giving us a lot of good luck and a lot of good vibes this year. Um, so next week on Monday, a week from tonight, when I'm recording this, Jupiter is going to go into Capricorn. So that is going to be a whole different ball game and it's going to feel very different. And I believe that it's going to probably make us feel like things are slowing down, even though they're not necessarily slowing down. It's just that we're being really mindful and really discerning about how we move forward. So, this week is a really good week to have those conversations and take care of those things that you want to get out quickly and make happen quickly. Um, and then kind of hunker in for that, for, for a big Capricorn season that, we're, that we've got coming our way. So, as I mentioned last week, Venus is, uh, you know, she's like paving the path that all of these planets are going to be going into in Capricorn because she heads into Capricorn today, Jupiter heads in next week, Jupiter will be there for a year. So Jupiter spends a year in a sign, it takes 12 years to go around the Zodiac. So this will be um, the beginning of a one year cycle of Jupiter being Capricorn. And then it's always, you know, whenever Jupiter goes into a sign or has a big aspect, it's the beginning of a 12 year cycle, because it takes 12 years to go around the Zodiac. Okay, so we talked about that. Um, we have the new moon going in uh coming to visit us tomorrow on Tuesday at 1006 a.m. Eastern Time. The new moon is really, I really think it's a nice one. It's a new moon in Sagittarius, so we're gonna have that extra dose of sag, which is great. And we're going to have the moon and Sag for three days. So that's actually going to be quite nice. Well, almost three days. But it's going to be quite nice to have the moon and moon in Sagittarius with the sun. It's going to expand things It might make us a little indulgent, you might be like, letting the diet go even before Thursday, because we have some we have a little extra Sag happening. Um, you know, Tuesday, the new moon is going to be in the morning and it's going to be making some adjusting aspects to the North Node and Chiron. I don't think those are challenging. I just think that they're going to be little nudges to maybe shift the way we thought something was going to go. Maybe shift our thinking, maybe it'll be a little more flexible around how you're willing to see something. You know, the other thing is this new moon is really about getting things in order so that we can get to work come January when we have the big, um, the big astrology of Saturn and Pluto coming together on January 12th. We've been talking about it a lot lately and most of this year we're gearing up for this Jan- January meetup of Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn and that is shifting the foundation of our life in some way. It's shifting the structures that support us. And so I keep thinking about that, like, oh, we're running toward that aspect. And I was actually in um, an astrology conference yesterday, and I was reminded when I was listening to one of my favorite astrologers lecture that it's really the beginning of this new life. It's a beginning of a new thing that we're working on. It's a beginning of a new way of looking at things. It's a, new, it's a beginning of a new way of supporting ourselves and supporting other people and allowing other people to support us. It's a new foundation that we are building. And so everything we've been doing this year is to lead up to that conjunction. Yes, but that conjunction is the beginning point of our new job, of our new life, of our new household whatever whatever it's activating in your chart because wherever jupiter at whatever wherever capricorn lives in your chart that's where saturn and pluto are and that's where they are creating some form of transformation pluto's transformation it burns things down for the sake of transformation saturn is building structure okay so those two things are working together to create a new support for you And that could be happening in anywhere on your chart, depending on who you are and your particular birth chart details. So for some people, this is happening in their career. For some people, this is happening in their family. For some people, this has to do with they're building a new home for their family. For some people, this has to do with their health. So it depends. And it's a great time to get a get an astrology reading because you want to know where this energy is manifesting in your chart and in your life so that you can use it and so that you can really make things happen that you want to move forward, right? So if you know that Saturn and Pluto are hanging out in your sixth house of physical health, then you are going to probably be really motivated to get your health together. If you know that it's happening in your 10th house of career, then you're probably really motivated to get looking for that new job that you keep saying you want. So it's a good time to have a reading to really identify where those planets are activating your chart personally. Um, And if you're interested in booking a reading with me, you can always do that at my website, veronicaperetti.com. Just go to the astrology page and you can book a reading right there. Okay. So the other thing that this new moon is doing, it's really letting us know that it's all coming together. It's really preparing us for this new life. I'm going to talk about this more for my Patreon members, my essential astrology members. So if you're in the membership, you will get my new moon broadcast tomorrow. Um, but this is really like, I view this new moon as like a final adjustment as we move into the new year it's like that final moment that you have to kind of tinker with what you've been thinking you want to work on or you're not really sure or you're maybe it's like you're making those final little adjustments so that you can move into the new year fresh being really focused on whatever the thing is that you're choosing to focus on okay so that's the new moon on Tuesday um, on Wednesday, we have Neptune stationing. So here's the thing. Neptune is an outer planet. Outer planets retrograde for roughly half the year. It's been retrograde for quite some time. It's not a huge deal that Neptune retrogrades and moves direct and all of that, right? Because it doesn't impact us so much in our daily lives like Mercury retrograde does because it's so close to us and we move and it just and it moves more quickly. So, Neptune's stationing, though. Here's the thing with outer planets. I'm not worried about them retrograding or going direct or whatever. But when they station, that is when we feel them most potently. So, when Neptune or Pluto um, or Uranus, when they station, that's when we're going to feel them the most. So, this week, you're going to be feeling Neptune the most. And here's the thing Neptune is the planet of dreams, it's the planet of the subconscious. Um, it makes us feel a little bit foggy. Your dream life might be extra turned on right now. It's a great week to keep a dream journal. I saw one of my clients um, talking today on Instagram about her dream journal, and it's a great time to keep a dream journal. It is a great time to unpack your dreams if you've been remembering them or they're just seeming a little bit more active. So I'm a person that doesn't necessarily remember my dreams very much because I sleep very deeply and I just don't seem to remember them. But I will say the past few weeks I've been noticing my dreams more and that could be that I'm not sleeping as well or it could be that Neptune has been slowing down. So Neptune slowing down and now stationing. It's basically appears to be standing st- still in the sky. That's what it feels like for us. It's what it appears to be for us. So you might be feeling your subconscious coming to the surface. You might be feeling like your dream world is a little bit more um, at the surface. You might be feeling a little bit spacey or foggy. So if you've got a lot of Neptune going on, or if you live with a lot of Neptune in your chart, you might be a person that's a little spacey or foggy and not able to necessarily, you know, grasp the details of things. Um, All of that said, Uh, I don't think this is an intense thing. I don't think this is a bad thing. I'm just letting you know that you might be feeling a little more spacey, a little foggier, a little not so clear this week. But even more important, pay attention to any dreams that you're remembering or any subconscious thought patterns or emotional patterns that are coming up for you. So if you're having, sometimes we'll have like just a hit, like you'll have that moment where it feels like deja vu and you'll experience feeling something that maybe you haven't felt since you were a child. That could be Neptune stationing. So pay attention to those kind of like random moments that catch you by surprise that we often just keep moving through. We're like, oh, well, I got to answer this email. So I'm just going to not take a moment to deal with that. I want you to take a moment to deal with that this week. I want you to take a moment to perhaps journal through that. I want you to take a moment to close your eyes and breathe into that with Neptune stationing, okay? So that's on Wednesday, but we're feeling it all week because it's an outer planet. It moves super slow. Um, Thursday, the moon is going to conjunct Jupiter, and it's Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and you are going to have this moon conjunct Jupiter. The moon gets together and has a kiss with Jupiter. That's the last time it's going to happen for 12 years the moon with Jupiter in Sagittarius. So that's going to be a really, really nice start to our Thanksgiving day. It's going to happen very early in the morning Eastern time, a little later for people on the West Coast, which is nice. And that's a really sweet aspect. Moon conjunct Jupiter is super sweet, especially in Sagittarius. And so that's going to be really nice. And then shortly thereafter, the moon's going to move into Capricorn. So we're going to have a very traditional Thanksgiving. Capricorn likes things to be traditional. Capricorn likes things to be You know, reserved, reliable, responsible, all those R words I mentioned earlier, reserved, restrained. So we're going to have a traditional Thanksgiving. It might feel a little heavy. Um, Capricorn can be heavy because Capricorn rules mountains, rocks. Um, earth. So it's going to be a very earth grounded, tangible Thanksgiving. We're probably going to have really traditional dishes. We're not necessarily going to be looking to create anything new or exciting. Classic pumpkin pie, will do the trick, Um, all that kind of stuff. With Venus and Capricorn, we'll be able to restrain ourselves if somebody starts talking about politics at the table, which will be great. Um, And Yeah, that should be nice. We have a lot of flowing, harmonious aspects happening on Thanksgiving. So I'm really, really feeling positively about that. Um, And you might be a little bit nostalgic for traditions and the the past because Capricorn kind of um, yearns for a simpler time, you know? Um, Okay. So when we have Thanksgiving, we're going to have the moon. Later in the day, conjunct Venus, which I mentioned already, Venus is going to be early signs of Capricorn, or not later in the day, but during the day. Um, and then the moon's also going to be trining Uranus. So um that feels like it's probably flowing and harmonious, like the moon trining Uranus. I don't expect that to be any um, bad, unexpected surprises, but, um, you know, just... Go with the flow. That's really the the takeaway for Thanksgiving is go with the flow. Um, Friday, the moon is going to still be in Capricorn and it's going to conjunct Saturn and Pluto. So every month when the moon comes to Capricorn, it conjuncts these two planets, and that gives us a little taste of what we're going to be getting in January on January twelfth. And it is kind of heavy. It can be kind of heavy. So. If you feel a little bit heavy on Friday, it's not just because you ate too much on Thanksgiving. It's okay. Um, The good thing about the moon being Capricorn and Venus being Capricorn is that you're not going to be interested in going out and getting that really good deal on Friday. Most of us won't be at least, unless you're super committed. If you're super committed to getting that deal, you'll get it because Capricorn is committed. Um, So you may not be spending a lot. You may be more interested in uh, saving money than spending money on Friday, Saturday, the moon's going to go into Aquarius at 3 13 PM Eastern time. And this is nice because this is going to give us a feeling of being part of the tribe, being part of the collective. Aquarius is the, the sign of, of the collective of groups of friends. So if you had Thanksgiving with your family, you might want to do Friendsgiving on Saturday. I know a lot of people did that last weekend. Um, This would be a nice day to do it on Saturday night or Sunday. And Mercury is going to be sextiling Saturn. So you'll be able to, here's what's interesting. So Saturday we have that moon in Aquarius, which is really nice for getting together with friends. That's the main takeaway. But we also are going to have Mercury sextiling Saturn, which means that your brain is going to be on And you're probably going to be working through stuff in your head because Saturn is work. Mercury is the mind. Mercury is moving forward in its post retrograde shadow period. So it's trying to like clean up and fix stuff from the retrograde period, whatever came up. And Saturn, as you know, is in Capricorn, you know, really wants to work because it's in Capricorn. So you might want to do some work on Saturday. That's totally okay. Let yourself do that. But then also give yourself time to be with friends and family and feel like you belong to some sort of community or tribe um, and feel like you're part of something. On Sunday, it's going to be December 1st. It's the beginning of a new month. Yay. Um, An Advent begins. So if you want to get one of those Advent calendars, which I love, then you should get one before, before Sunday. Um, and then Monday, we're going to have the big day. Jupiter is going to go into Capricorn. And that is going to completely, completely shift um, our energy going into this new year. And I think that Jupiter going into Capricorn is really going to feel like the beginning the beginning of the end of the ending. So it's really going to be like okay, this is a time for us to really wrap it up so we can start fresh in the new year and start fresh with the Saturn Pluto conjunction. Um so that's what I've got for you this week and I hope it's useful. I hope you have a really happy Thanksgiving if you're here in the US and if you're not in the US, I hope you have a wonderful week and Either way, um, pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to your subconscious, allow Venus to make you responsible, reliable, and reserved, and enjoy the harmonious aspects because I think that we do have some really, really nice harmonious aspects this week, Um, and that new moon on Tuesday should be a really nice one as well. If you're interested in getting my new moon essential astrocast, you're going to want to go to veronicapreddy.com and go to the membership page and sign up. And for $10 a month, you get my New Moon Essential Astrocast, which is just like this, but we talk about the New Moon, and we talk about all of the astrological aspects that are going to be coming up in this next month, like this whole moon cycle. And then on the full moon, if you want to do that, which is really what everyone does, if you pay $25, you'll get that New Moon Astrocast, but you'll also get the full moon live workshop, which is we come together online, it's on video, I'll see you, you'll see me, we'll all be together, we'll look at our charts, we'll see where the moon is activating our charts, And we will talk about the full moon, we'll do a little full moon ritual, and then we'll get into our personal charts of everyone who's on the call live, and really dive into how is this playing out in our lives. And that's when the astrology really comes to life and can be really useful for us, so that we can start to choose how we use the astrology to not only know ourselves better, but to actually make changes happen in our lives. So I hope you'll join me for that. Um, you can go to veronicapretty.com membership, and you'll find out all about the options for that. And until then, I'll see you next time. All right, lots of love, and I appreciate you listening. Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the Essential Astrology Lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth.